Hey Divas, we are so happy you joined us for today's podcast. We are three best friends on a mission to grow closer to God and encourage others to do the same. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram for more uplifting content throughout the week. Let us know if you have any topics you'd like to hear or if you have any prayer requests. We hope you enjoy the episode. Hey Divas! So today we have a very special guest that we're really excited about. In case you were wondering, we're not all brunettes today. <laughs> so this is Ashley. She is, I mean, I don't even know how to describe you. We've known you forever. I mean, she, I guess, is Mar- she's Marina's sister-in-law. She's Savannah's best friend for life. They've been friends since Ashley was born. And then I am the best friend's sister, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> it's almost just like a... She's like, the one that always And the sister-in-law's yeah. best friend. The so sister-in-law's best friend. So it's all a nice little web like the wires we have going on. Yep. Um, so we wanted to bring her in because we're going to be continuing this new series um, about all the roles that we play as women. And me and Savannah don't have a whole lot of input on on this subject. So we thought that Marina might like some backup. <laughs> yes. So today we are going to be talking about motherhood. Do y'all want to tell us about y'all's kiddos? I have a five-year-old, and her name is Amberly, and I have a two-year-old, almost three-year-old. I can't believe it. Um, and her name is Keslin, and I'm expecting another one. Yay. So... <laughs> Lots of babies on, in, the, in the house. And I have a 19-month-old named Kendall. And <laughs> so I'm not as experienced as Marina, but <laughs> have 19 months under my belt. <laughs> yes, that's enough. To, to know. Some perspectives. <laughs> yes. So um, I have a million questions about motherhood, but I'm not going to ask you all one million today. <laughs> Good. For the sake of time. But let's just start off with, like, what's some good advice that y'all were given when you were expecting or when y'all first had children? I mean, this is a hard one for me. Because when I first had um, Amberly, I was 20 when I was pregnant with her. And I turned 21 the next week after I had her. So I was really immature. Um, So I was stubborn. And so people would tell me all this advice. And it kind of got to me because everybody had some, some type of advice to give. And now I I would welcome that advice. But then I was like, they don't think I can do this. You know, (laughs) like, Mm -hmm. I know I'm young, but like, I know what to do. And um, so I didn't really take any advice that well. But really, for me, when I held my child, it all came to me. I really didn't need, I probably would have already forgotten, you know, (laughs) the good (laughs) advice that they had given me. So what you got? Um, Everyone always told me to sleep when your baby's sleeping. Mm -hmm. And just to let everything else go because I mean when your baby's sleeping that's when you have time to wash dishes wash clothes mm-hmm. but you really need to um be well rested enough to be able to take care of your baby because mm-hmm. newborns need a lot of attention and they're mm-hmm. up a lot <laughs> in mm-hmm. the nights and um someone said like don't be afraid to ask for help um, not just from your friends, from your husband too, because fatherhood doesn't come as naturally as motherhood. So yeah, sometimes they just need to be asked. They're like waiting for you. Yeah, to ask. like I mean, they're like, 
if you get upset with them for not doing something, they're like, why didn't you ask me uh, to do uh, it? And I'm like, yeah. good question. <laughs> I will ask you next time. What are some ways that, like, we can help, like, as friends? Because I always like, you know, let me know if you need anything. And you're like, okay. But what's some things that I could be like, okay, I'm helping you do this? I know it helped me when people brought food, like when um, – Kendall was a newborn because I mean you really don't have time to like cook or anything I mean the best thing you've ever given me is just like somebody to listen to because I have like the craziest stories or like (laughs) I feel like super emotional and I'm like I've just got to tell you you know what's going on like please just tell me if I'm crazy and like you just listen so well and sometimes that's all you need you just need somebody to listen um so that's what I always need yeah (laughs) and I mean just someone that loves your kid yeah yeah and another piece of advice that I had was um, don't neglect yourself. Like, you know, take care of yourself. That goes with the sleeping thing, too. I mean, mm-hmm. you have to take care of yourself to be able to take care of your baby. Mm-hmm. And also don't neglect your husband because, um, yeah. I mean, that's your first or God is your first priority. Yeah. Your husband <laughs> should be your second priority mm-hmm. and your kids should be your third. And so just don't neglect your relationship with your husband I think as far as advice which I mean like Ava mentioned I don't have really much (laughs) input here but I mean I've just noticed like with with both of y'all really um you know each child is different and Mm -hmm. you know just because something works with you know your first child or you know or with any of your children doesn't mean it's going to work for somebody else so I think like kind of what you were saying with the advice with you know people trying to tell you oh you should do this well maybe that's not going to work for your child because I know Mm -hmm. like our mom always talks about how like you know, people say sleep when your baby sleeps. Well, Ava didn't sleep at all. So yeah. mom's like, I would never have gotten to sleep because That's she true. just didn't sleep. That's so, true. yeah, I think right. you should have to figure out. And it comes with the, with the motherly instincts that you were talking mm-hmm. about where, you know, you're going to know what's best for your child, what you should do. Yep. So what are some of the biggest challenges y'all have faced as mothers? Exhaustion. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because I didn't take the advice of sleeping when my baby was sleeping and uh, she did sleep, like unlike Ava, but <laughs> she did sleep. But I did still, I, I just tried to do it all. And mm-hmm. whenever you're doing that, I mean, you just get so tired so fast. Mm-hmm. And um, going back to work was hard for me. I still work full time. So I um, originally said, I was like, I'll take eight weeks off and I'll be back after eight weeks. And they're like, well, you have 12 weeks. And I was like, yeah, but I'll be back in eight. Mm -hmm. I was back in 12. (laughs) It's harder than what you would think it would be. Yeah. Um, Like you think it would be easier, but it's really, it's really hard. Because I did do that with Emberly, but, um, you know, it was, it's hard on moms. You need to pray for those moms. Yeah. I remember um, telling my boss, I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do for eight weeks. Mm -hmm. Like at home, like. (laughs) With nothing to do. And she's like, oh, trust me. Yeah. You, you'll have plenty to do. <laughs> she was right. She's a mom, so. Yeah. <laughs> um, probably the hardest thing for me in motherhood is balancing that discipline with, like, I don't want to make her cry. I don't want to hurt their feelings. Like, I don't want anybody or any anything to let them down. And so it's hard to, to get onto your child. It really is hard. But I know that in the long run, it's it's what they need, you know, that they need that discipline. And so that's that's really hard for me. Some days I'm like, I let too much go and I 
you know, I pay for it the next day um, or sometime in the future. But, um, you know, and another one, like you mentioned, was put my husband second <laughs> below God. Um, a lot of times I put my children before him, and it's really not a healthy thing to do because your husband's always going to be there. He's always going to be your partner in life. You know, your kids will eventually leave the nest. So you got you to gotta nurture that relationship too. Yeah. <laughs> one of my friends said um, – one of her biggest challenges was postpartum depression and postpartum anxiety and how different they are. And she said, like, you know, you spend your whole life wanting to be a mom and you have a baby and, like, you don't even remember who you were before. Like, you had the baby. Like, it's really difficult. And um, it's it's hard to be yourself after you have a baby. I mean, because your life's, like, forever changed. You're forever going to be responsible and probably a lot more mothers than you would think actually deals Mm -hmm. with that and it is a serious thing and um you know if your mental health is struggling you're not going to be your you know your full self so you're not going to be able to give your children Mm -hmm. the amount of attention they need so it is something to um you know get um addressed and um don't be ashamed to have to you know or to go to the doctor and get something for that so because there's lots and lots of women that have to do that so what is something that y'all did not expect when you were expecting (laughs) um for me is like how sensitive like I've always heard like you know your sense of smell is heightened like all these things you know your emotions are heightened but I just didn't realize how like serious that was you know because I was like oh I'll be okay smelling a little smelling more things or whatever (laughs) um but it's like one of my biggest things is coffee right now so if I smell any coffee I feel really sick to the point where I could get sick um (laughs) And, like, cravings, like, you know, people joke about pregnancy cravings, but it's really not a joke. Like, (laughs) once you get your mind on something, you cannot stop yourself from thinking about that until you've tasted it. Um, It's just really crazy. Like, I just never expected it to be that that intense. And, of course, the the hormones, like, the, the crying over the craziest stuff. I mean, I cried yesterday about laundry. I've cried over, you know, silly little shows, like kid shows, kid movies. I'm just like, I cry over American Idol, all their sad stories. <laughs> you know, it's just like, I just didn't expect any of that. So. Mine, I guess, would be losing my identity and having to find another one. Mm-hmm. I mean, because, I mean, it's not that you're not the person you were before. It's just you're a new, I mean, mm-hmm. you're a new person. I mean, you have a lot of your old traits, but, I mean, you're still different I mean mm-hmm. um and when my friend said all the hormones yes <laughs> um such intense feelings and no understanding as to why you're having them all and mm-hmm. then it's like a vicious circle that keeps going like mm-hmm. I mean you're like am I crazy yeah <laughs> mm-hmm. and especially when I your husband comes emotions. in he's like why are you crying over that? Like, then you really feel crazy. You're like, well, great. (laughs) Okay. So, um, is there a quote or verse that encourages you as a mom? Because I mean, obviously our spiritual lives are so important. So how does that play into your, your motherhood? Uh, um, I thought of Proverbs 31 whenever I thought of this question or had this question. Um, because, I mean, that lady just seems like she has it all together. Like, how she didn't do everything all in one day. All of that stuff she didn't do in one day. And maybe not even in one year. I mean, this is, like, her life. These are different stages in her life. And that makes me feel better thinking about that. Like, knowing that, okay, 
my kids aren't going to wake up every day and call me blessed. Mm. Like, there's going to be some days where they're going to be like, you know, um, have some angst or something mm-hmm. against me because I didn't let them do what they wanted to do because it wasn't good for them. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, and I like to read uh, the Midnight Mom devotionals, the prayers on Facebook. Um, sometimes they don't apply to me, and then sometimes it's like tonight we're praying for the mama who's going through this, and I'm like, that's me. I'm that mm-hmm. mama. Like, thank you for your prayers. <laughs> I don't have a specific verse or um, <laughs> quote, um, but the Bible really, I mean, everything in the Bible, that's the best place to look for encouragement and stuff. And anytime I I get discouraged, I, you know, I try to turn to other people and, and that helps some. And then sometimes I will try to look up quotes and stuff. But really for me, like the best way is just to see it in the Bible. And that just gives so much, you know, encouragement. And I'm just like, I can do this. You know, God gave me this child because he knew I could do it. So. Um, one of my friends sent me a song, um, that she listened to knowing clouds will raise up, storms will race in, but you will be safe in my arms. Rains will pour down, waves will crash all around, but you will be safe in my arms. And she kind of, it's, I think it's a church song, actually. Uh I think it's what it is. And it's like sort of talking about how, um, we get to see God's love in the flesh when, um... I mean, this isn't what the song's talking about. It's, like, talking about how we're safe in God's arms. Mm-hmm. Like, he's telling us, like, you're safe in my arms. But we get to see God's love in the flesh when we see our kids. And this song, knowing that we're safe in his arms, is also... <laughs> this is so bad. <laughs> like, it can correlate to, like, right. how a parent feels. Right, because mm-hmm. God is our Father. And so... um as parents, it's like our kids are safe in our arms and we're safe in his arms. Mm-hmm. So it all connects. It came back together. Yeah. <laughs> so how do y'all stay encouraged and motivated during those rough times, challenging times of being a mom? <laughs> I feel like it's two things for me. Um, number one is like praying to God and just letting him remind me that my children are blessings and when I view it that way, it just changes everything because I, I know that I didn't have to, he didn't have to give me them. And, um, you know, it, that just really encourages me and gets me through a lot of my days. And, um, the second one is just seeing their little smiles and faces. I mean, their little, hearing their laughs, it just, I don't know, it just, that just really encourages me and motivates me to be better and want to be better. Um, I surround myself with people who are uplifting to me and who will love and help raise my child mm-hmm. or kids in the future, maybe. And um, another thing, like, just take care of yourself. I mean, you just got to take care of yourself. And I go to the gym and take long baths. We hope you learned some things from part one of our discussion of motherhood with Ashley Nelson. Even though many of us may not be mothers yet, we can still listen and learn and prepare so that we're ready when our time comes. Next week, we'll be back with part two.